It is a new year, and that means a full year of things to happen for the Carolina Hurricanes. I give my predictions as well as some Twitter predictions from you listeners as to what 2024 will hold for the Carolina Hurricanes in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day and as always thank you for making locked on hurricanes your first listen of this tuesday evening and today's episode is brought to you by game time download the game time app download the game and create an account and use code locked on for twenty dollars off your first purchase you will not regret it folks i love using game time and you will as well so go download that app and of course Happy New Year, folks. It is 2024. Finally, we can put 2023 in the rear view mirror. So any bad things that happen to you in 2023, you ain't got to worry about them anymore. It's a clean slate now. So, and it is a clean slate for the Carolina Hurricanes. Somewhat, obviously, you know, we are in the middle of the season. But, you know, I want to give my predictions for this new year. And... Yeah, I feel like a lot of folks are kind of having the same predictions. I know a lot of them are pretty obvious. Um, you know, just in, you know, when I put the tweet out today on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, a lot of folks, you know, kind of had the same sentiment of, you know, just kind of what we're thinking. And then, you know, just seeing your know, stuff, post stuff, you know, on Twitter, Facebook. You know, all that stuff. Everyone's kind of sharing the same sentiment of what they think will happen. So if you're having the same predictions, you know, let me know. And of course, if you have something different, let me know as well. But let's dive into this. I do have, um, you know, some of these are, you know, broken down or split into things I think could maybe happen in the offseason to stuff that could happen right now. As far as next season, I'm really not going to touch on that uh, a whole lot just because that is so far away. And we don't know what this the re, the remainder of this season holds, the postseason and the offseason. So we're not really going to touch on you know, the 24-25 season, but we will a tad. Um, but you know, diving into uh, this here, first off, my first prediction is that the Hurricanes get back on track for the season. You know, heading into tonight, they were really rolling. Uh, Sebastian Ajo. And Andre Sveshnikov had, God, it was, what was it, 35 points in like the last, you know, few games or something like that. Let me, uh, I, I don't remember what exactly it was. I was at work when I uh, saw the tweet, but, you know, Sebastian Ajo, he's putting up killer numbers. He had the, uh, one of the NHL's um, first stars of the week for this past week. We're going to look to see what exactly he was at, but it feels like you know, guys are really starting. He was the first star of the week last week uh, with two goals, nine assists in just three games played. So it feels like they are having guys you know, really start to 
you know, get back on the right track. Yeah, they had a rough start to the season. It feels like they are getting back on track. I do think, you know, it starts with, you know, those top guys, the stars, you know, you have, you know, Rod Brenmore calling you know, those guys out saying they need the top guys need to play like top guys. So, and, and they are starting to have that. And I really do hope that continues. And I think it will, um, because we've seen that before where, you know, it kind of gets to this time of the year, they things really kick into gear for the team overall. Obviously there's going to be lulls. We're going to see it again, folks. They're going to get in another lull. It's just, it's just going to happen. Um, but I do think they are going to get their season back on track with the way they want it to go. Um, as far as, you know, the goalie situation, that brings me to my next prediction is that, they make a goalie trade at the deadline. I think that is kind of inevitable unless things, you know, just turn around and, you know, Freddie Anderson's able to come back and he and he's playing good. If Auntie Ronta, you know, he, he's looked good, you know, since he's uh, came back from Chicago um, in, you know, the couple games he played. But as a whole, I do think, you know, kind of, Father Time is starting to catch up to him, and we'll talk more about that later. Um, Piotr Kochekov, you know, he's looked good a- as well for the most part. But again, there are still these the games where they they leave a lot left to be desired. You know, you just look at the season as a whole. Again, a lot left to be desired there in the goaltending department. Again, things have you know shifted a little bit in uh, recent games, but I do think they will make a trade for a goalie at the deadline. I really think they will. Uh, even if you know folks are able to play to where they need to be, um, you know, just uh, kind of as an insurance policy, uh, I guess, uh, they brought in Aaron Dell on a PTO. Really haven't heard much outside of that, whether it went well, what bad, released, not released, whatever. I haven't really heard anything there. So I guess they have that insurance policy already. How, or at least I think they do. How it goes, I, I don't know. Um, but I do think a goalie trade is inevitable, uh, whether it be you know tomorrow or you know trade deadline day. I think that is something that is going to happen. It's just going to be how big of a splash they decide to make in the goalie department. Um, I think you know another. Speaking of Sebastian Ajo, we talked about him a little bit already. I, I do think he is going to take his game to the next level. Um, I think you, know, you, you could tell a lot when they're in that lull, just the frustration coming out of that locker room, and Sebastian Ajo is, is acting like a future captain of this team. And again, he was just the first star of the week. Uh, last week, I think you know, he is going to continue to improve his game. Uh, and he does kind of year after year, but I think you know, just that lull they were in in the uh, middle of the season really could be the fire for him to really do it. Because we've said it a lot, you know, in the off season, you know, after playoff exits, yeah, you know, he's frustrated, all that. Yeah, you know, we we've talked about you know things he said in press conferences, uh, you know, following yeah. You know, playoff exits and whatnot but you know i think you know it happening now is uh it's good it was obviously wasn't good for us to watch but is good in the sense that 
it was able to light a fire under, under them and you know they can keep that fire going throughout the remainder of the regular season into the playoffs i think that is something that is really really good and it just doesn't stay with sebastian ajo either he's just kind of the main name i have wrote down i think you know you can see andre sveshkov he's another guy since he's came back into the lineup he's looked good uh steph nays and he's had a really good season as well uh you finally have orlov and chatfield uh clicking there on that pairing they're starting to improve i i think all around you're going to see improvement out of this team that kind of goes hand in hand with them getting back on track for their season but i do think sebastian who he's gonna be a guy that you're really seeing a lot of highlights of of him taking his game to the next level and you know again Svech as well i would love to see this from marty natchez seth jarvis also you know obviously we know jacob slave and he's going to be really good he's not going to get the highlight real stuff but you know what you're getting out of him i would love you know for our goalies you know whether it be freddie piotr uh onto your onto you know whether it be any of those guys for them to take their game to the next level as well uh that would all be stuff i would really really love to see uh but we do still have a few uh predictions for the regular season as well as the off-season ones and we will dive into those right after this quick break folks now, folks, we've talked about game time a lot here on this show. But if you're new here, let me tell you about game time because I love this app. And buying tickets can be frustrating sometimes. You know, whether it be you know, you're, can't get a seat you want or you know they're too expensive, whatever it may be, game time has you covered. And you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event whether it's a concert or a game or whatever game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets again they have those last minute deals flash deals zone deals and it's easy to buy events for any kind in your area and they have their lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection job loss protection etc one of my favorite things about game time is that you get views from all of the seats in the venue you're not going to be as surprised by an obstructed view whether it be a wall or a pole in your in front of your face or whatever you're not going to get surprised by that i used game time uh, a while back when me and my friend uh when we went to aw collision at greensboro coliseum and you know we were you know sitting down you know going through like oh where do we want to sit and you know we found a great uh seat in the lower bowl uh looking directly at the ring directly at the ramp absolutely fantastic seats we got some great pictures um and we had a lot of fun and game time made it super easy for us to figure out where we wanted to sit and i absolutely loved using it and you will as well again you get those deals on tickets right up to the start of an event and even an hour after it starts is the best place to find last minute seats because sometimes you may get off work early you may have the day off that you didn't know you would and oh your, your favorite band is in town or your favorite team is playing game time has you covered folks so again take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time 
Download the GameTime app, create an account, and you use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Now, getting back into uh, predictions for the Hurricanes this season, this is kind of my first, I guess, negative one. And that is that Rod Bernoulli will not be the coach of the Metro team uh, for All-Star Weekend. Uh, he has been for the past couple seasons. But as a whole this season, I don't think that's going to happen. If the Hurricanes were uh, kind of having a normal season to their standards, then sure, of course, he'd be in the mix. And I'm not saying he's not going to be in the mix. It's Rod Brendamore. He's one of the best coaches in the NHL. So, you know, to say, you know, he's, he wouldn't be in the mix. That'd kind of be foolish unless they're like, you know, last place or something like that. Um, so I do think, yeah, he's going to be in, in the mix and the hurricanes. They have, you know, bounced back some, you know, they were you know, kind of middle of the pack in the Metro as of recording right now at 9.05 PM, they are sitting at second in the Metro uh at 20 13 and 4 with 44 points behind only the new york rangers at 25 9 and 1 at 51 points i think kind of right now um you know peter laviolette he's probably a front runner for that um you know unless the rangers you know just kind of completely collapse uh i don't even know if all-star voting uh for the players is up yet so you know things can obviously change you know uh, the Hurricanes can gain ground on the Rangers and, you know, Brendan Morgan could get that over Laviolette. That's kind of a fun, uh, yeah, I guess, matchup there. You know, the Hurricanes Stanley Cup winning coach against the captain, you know, of that same team and their current head coach. Uh, it's also important to note that the Hurricanes have played uh, 37 games and the Rangers have only played 35 at least you know what is list, listed right here obviously i know they are playing right now i don't believe that's counted uh there but uh you know you look at the season as a whole i just don't know if that would happen again it's rod burnmore he's gonna be in the mix they're second place in the metro right now so of course it could happen but also i just think you know the hurricane season as a whole i just don't know if that will happen but that's just something we're going to have to wait and see as far as, yeah, who the Hurricanes All-Star will be. Probably Sebastian Ajo, Jacob Slavin. Those are kind of really, you know, the two guys for me um, in, in terms of players uh, that I think, you know, could uh, be on the, represent the Hurricanes on the All-Star team. Those are the two guys, you know, for me uh, right now at least. And, you know, again, this, again, voting's not even open yet. Uh, for that that should be coming soon though um but yeah i i just don't know if that's going to happen and then again earlier i said i do think you know the team will get back on track for this season they as of recording they've won three straight uh we'll see uh last i looked they're up three one in the game going on right now uh but looking ahead you know to the playoffs uh this is another one that's pretty negative uh but looking at years the past few years i think kind of a safe bet uh that they are going to have a key injury or injuries 
leading into the playoffs. Uh, you know, you look at last year, you're missing Andre Svechnikov and Frederick Anderson, really key pieces on the team. Now you're missing Frederick Anderson the year prior as well, if memory serves correct. Um, but I just feel it's inevitable, uh, you know, just the way things have went for the Hurricanes over the past few years. This is a prediction I absolutely want to be wrong. I don't want to be right about this at all. Um, but I think you know, you, and injuries are going to happen you know, to all the teams. You know, yeah, got all, all all the teams in the playoffs are going to be missing guys. Uh, and but I think you know, the Hurricanes, you know, they've missed some key guys in years past. I unfortunately, I think that may end up happening again this year. Do I want it to be Svech? Absolutely not. But you look at the year he's had in terms of injuries it wouldn't surprise me in one bit uh again this is a prediction i fully want to be wrong i want to be wrong about this but i i think you know it's inevitable that the hurricanes will get hit with the injury bug again heading into the playoffs yeah it'll be a it's not going to be a guy that you know a depth guy you know i think it'll you know, again, just in years past, they've missed you know key guys in the playoffs, and it just feels like it it'll happen again, you know. Uh, but again, I want to be wrong on that, but we'll just have to wait and see. As far as the off season goes, we're going to pivot to there. This is one that uh, it's a prediction that does have an asterisk by it, um, and it is making a move for a goalie. Uh, that being said, if you know. And that's if they don't do something at the deadline. Um, I think you know the goalie move in the offseason would be if they don't make a move at a deadline or if they you know make a trade for someone. I don't know what who they would and you know what their contract status would be. Um, then you know, maybe their offseason goalie move is you know signing that guy to an extension. Or again, yeah, they get someone in a free agency leading into uh next season ultimately i think that one right there kind of depends on what they do at the deadline really um i think it's inevitable that they will whether it be at the deadline or uh in free agency they're going to have to make a move for a goalie plain and simple um but yeah it's, it's just kind of going to be when is it going to happen is it going to happen within you know, the next uh, month, month and a half, or, or is it going to be something that happens this summer? Uh, that That's kind of the big question there. I, I honestly could see it going either way um, because it is such an evident weak spot for the Hurricanes right now. I could see them doing it at uh, the deadline, but they've said many times, oh, we like our group, we like our group, we like our group, we like our group. And then they don't do anything, but I think they're going to have to. It is so evident that they need to. They're going to have to. Uh, I think it's just becoming that big pink elephant in the room that they just can't ignore anymore. Um, it's just going to be how long can they continue to ignore it before you know they can't. Uh, but and they they could already be you know having those discussions. Uh, we just don't know it really, you know, you know, we aren't, in, we aren't in those meetings on those phone calls, seeing those emails, you know, what have you, you know, and so it will happen. It's just a matter of when, 
another thing is, you know, I, one I, a lot of people aren't going to like, but I do think, you know, we are going to have one or more players uh, moved slash leave, uh, you know, whether it be at the deadline, whether it be off-season free agency, off-season trade. I think we are getting to the point now with the team that it can't always be these depth guys that are getting moved. You know, uh, I think you. Know, I've said many times before. You know, if you want to get good in a trade, you got to give good. So, I think it's inevitable that it's going to happen. It's just going to be who uh, during the off season. We we're talking a lot about Brett Pesci and Brady Shea. Both of those guys, yeah. Are, are on expiring deals yeah as far as you know extension talks haven't heard anything uh, about any of the guys that are pending free agents but you know if you know something if they know like hey this isn't gonna work maybe you see him at a deadline move again they need to make a move for a goalie say they make a move for you know a top level goalie and they gotta give up someone good Maybe they give up Brady Shea. Maybe they give up Brett Pesci, Tavo Teravine. Um, you know, it's not something that I think is out of the realm of possibility. I think, honestly, it's probably likely it's going to happen, um, especially if it's clear that those guys aren't going to come back. Because we've seen countless times before, uh, you know, with sports teams and just this state of North Carolina in general of you know, management doesn't make, you know, the right move. And then they lose these guys for nothing in the off season. Um, obviously, you know, these guys could totally come back and this is all null and void. Doesn't matter. Um, but I do think it is inevitable that we are going to lose some key players on this team uh, that aren't necessarily untouchable guys. Um, I've said before, you know, that, some guys are more likely than others, um, but at the end of the day, no one is technically untouchable because Wayne Gretzky got traded. If he can get traded, anyone can get traded. Um, and so, you know, you look at that. Obviously, if Wayne Gretzky can get traded, Sebastian Ajo can get traded. Is that going to happen? No, <laughs> unless you're, you know, offering you know, like Connor McDavid or something like that. Sebastian Ajo ain't going to get traded. And even then, I feel like they would try, probably try to alter the deal a bit to be able to keep Sebastian Ajo and move some other people instead. So, you know, I think we are going to see some key guys move uh, move on from Raleigh again, whether it's in a trade, free agency. I think both are pretty likely to happen. It's just going to be a matter of who, plain and simple. Um, another thing is, this is another one that kind of with an asterisk, um, if the season doesn't improve, uh, which it has, um, but you know, say it goes off the rails or, uh, come playoff time, if it's uh, another disappointing playoff run, if it's another first or second round exit, I think we could see a roster overhaul. Um, and not just the, you know, kind of bottom six you know bottom defensive pairing you know kind of overhaul that we've seen over the past few years like no i i think again a guy like Ter tavo teravani you know, who generally plays on your top two lines like i like him getting moved um you know it, i've said before brett pesci and brady shea both those guys expiring deals they get moved or just leave in free agency entirely same with tavo uh 
you know, I could see you know, some of these uh, players, you know, that a lot of folks love finding new homes. You can't always keep everyone. And, you know, I, it's going to suck when it happens, obviously, um, you know, because, you know, folks love watching these guys, folks love interacting with them. You know, when they, you know, see them after games or see them in public, you know, folks love these guys and they are good ambassadors for the organization. Uh, and it's going to suck when it does happen, but eventually it is. And I think it should, it go poorly, uh, in the playoffs. I do think it's, it's got to happen that you can't, you can't keep saying we like our group. We like our group. We like our group. We like our group. When you keep having these uh, playoff runs where you're not necessarily living up to expectations, you know, like last season, you know, I said, you know, Eastern conference final was, you know, my expectation for the team um, or where they need to get They're coming off, you know, several, you know, second round exits um, before that. So, and they did meet that, but then they got swept. Yes, they had uh, their missing fetch, and they were they were real beat up. Um, but again, history isn't going to see that uh, the way you and I will. Um, they're going to see, oh, Florida swept Carolina. That's what yeah they're going to see. Um, unfortunately, uh, but you know, uh, if, you know, they have a first or second round exit, I think, you know, they could really see it. You know, we could really see them uh, having that roster overhaul. Who gets moved, who stays, I don't know. Um, that would just be something we'd have to cross that bridge when we get to it. But I did want to go- dive into a couple of the Twitter predictions as well from you guys, and we will dive into those right after this quick break folks now folks it is you know time for the nfl season to start wrapping up but there's still time to get in on the action with fanduel america's number one sports book right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet that's 150 bucks in bonus bets win or lose the app is super easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, whether it be live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. That's the best way to find popular parlays, and of course, there's much, much more. Obviously, we also have the NHL season going on right now, NBA season's going on. Before we know it, baseball season's going to be here as well. So there is so much for you there on FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to make your first pet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Now, quickly diving into the Twitter predictions. Uh, we got two here. Uh, first one being from at Eric K8 saying Burns and Shea finish top of the team defense for points. Aho hits a hundred points. Team adds a goalie. Um, I think where is Burns at right now? <laughs> We're going to have to look at some stats for this one. Um, but I, I think the goalie one, I definitely agree there. I think that's, it's gotta happen. Um, 
let's see. Brady Shea is currently sitting at 21 points. Brent Burns at 19. Uh, Shea is at 8th. Burns is at 9. And actually, right now, those are the top two uh, defensemen in terms of point. Jacob Slavin is also uh, right there with Brent Burns at 19. So I do think that one's a possibility, uh, especially with Brady Shea. Uh, I, I I do think it's a possibility for both those guys. Um, they're right there together. Uh, God, what was it last year? Yeah, Burns set the franchise record. So I, I think it's fully possible, um, you know, for that to happen. Uh, Burns has been a bit slower to get started this year, um, but he has been rolling. So I think it's a full possibility for both those Aho to hit a hundred points. That one's going to be interesting uh, as of right now um, on the NHL or on the Hurricanes website. Obviously, leading the team in points by a large margin. Actually, uh, in fit, thirty-four games played, has fifteen uh, goals, twenty-seven assists, and forty-two points. So I do think. If he can keep up the momentum he has, I do think, yeah, it's a possibility. Um, but that's the one I'm a little hesitant to say. Um, again, he is leading the team in points by a large margin. Uh, next is Seth Jarvis in second at 37 games played, 13 goals, 14 assists, uh, 27 points. So I think it's a possibility, but it's one I'm a little hesitant to agree on. Uh, again, if he can keep the momentum... He has going right now. I absolutely think, yeah, he he totally could. Um, but we'll have to wait and see on that one um, because I've thought that uh, in years past, and he hasn't, he has came close, uh, and I do think he will get close to hitting that 100-point mark. It's just kind of going to be whether or not like he can, again, take it to that next level again. Something I said earlier, I do think he will take that game to the next level. I hope he does. And if he does, I do think that 100-point mark is a real possibility. That's just one we're going to have to wait and see. Um, I want it to happen. I really do. I really do. I'd love for him to finally uh, put that feather in his cap of having the 100-point season. I I would absolutely love for it to happen. Um, Next up, uh, finally, we have at Kane's Hockey 92. Uh, says Canes finished top five in, in PK and top 10 in power play. We finished second in the Metro. Anderson makes his return backing PK. I think the penalty kill, um, we're going to pull up the stats on that just to see where the team is. Um, but I think... It's a possibility. Uh, the Freddie returning, I, I agree there. Um, does he back up PK? I think it will happen to start out. Um, it's just going to be... How long does that last? That That's the big thing. How long will that last? Um Let's see, power play. Hurricanes are currently sitting at number five in the league on power play at uh, 26.6%. Uh, so that as of right now, that's totally a possibility. 
PK, on the other hand, they are at 10 in the league right now, 82.6. Um, and where did you have them? What was it? It was top five in PK, top 10 in power play. So both are like as of right now. Um, you got them flip flopped. Uh, but I do think, yeah, both of those are totally real possibilities. I think the penalty killing one is a bit more likely just with the Hurricanes track record as a whole under Rod Brindamore. Um, but I I think both are real possibilities. Um, second in the Metro, I agree on that. I think, you know, unless the Rangers just bottom out completely, I, I think that's probably going to happen there. The I, I would love for them to keep their conference, or excuse me, not conference championship, uh, division championship streak going. I'd love for that to keep going, but just with the kind of start they had to the season, I, just, I think that kind of, I don't know. Uh, how that will go uh i would love for them to but i do think you probably are on the money though but the uh the goalie prediction one that one's interesting that one's interesting i think you know i ultimately i think it will depend on freddie's health if you know he's able to play at the level we know he can then I don't think so. Uh, but if he appears to have missed a bit of a step, uh, taken a step back or whatever, not necessarily being bad by any means, you know, you know, if he's backing up PK, yeah, you know, he's obviously you know, still going to be good. Um, that one's going to be interesting. Ultimately, I think that's kind of going to depend on how Freddie is like when he actually comes back and, knock some of that rust off and you know gets in his rhythm if he's able to you know i, I think yeah I, it's not one i'm ruling out but it's one i'm interesting interested to see how it plays out if that makes sense it's an interesting prediction it really is and i think ultimately that's kind of the tandem the hurricanes are wanting of Freddie and Piotr. Um, I, I think that's kind of how we could see things going. Um, and one off-season uh, prediction I did forget to mention uh, before we go, since we're talking about goalies, is that Antti Ronsa will retire. I think it. I think he's going to retire. Um, he's definitely not going to be with the Hurricanes next year. That's for sure. But ultimately, I think, you know, especially if, you know, the Hurricanes go out on a high in the playoffs, you know, say they win the Stanley Cup, say they live up to those preseason um, expectations. I do think Auntie Ronta will retire. Um, I think you know, we've really seen it this year of just, it's kind of funny. You know, we call, we all call him Father Finn, but Father Time uh, appears to be catching up with him. Um, and it sucks to see, um, but you look at, you know, his career as a whole, you know, all the injuries he's had and whatnot. Uh, and, you know, he's got, you know, sent, put on waivers and sent down to the AHL, uh, which, you know, he wasn't happy about. He obviously did cause he's a pro's pro. Um, but you know, it's just something I just don't know. I just feel like, you know, time's caught up with him. Um, you look at him, you know, this season, you know, he's uh, 34 years old. Um, you know, he 15 games played, uh, seven wins, a shutout. 
uh, 3.56 goals allowed, 0.855 save percentage. Not not really good uh, in terms of his stats, you know, this year. Again, you know, team, you know, in front of him wasn't good either, and that definitely did not help uh, for sure. Um, but you, he just hasn't – he's a guy that does appear to have lost a step. And I think, you know, ultimately, you know, it's going to be time. And, you know, his birthday is in May. Uh, he'll be 35 on May 12th. He's been in the league since 2013. So 11 years now. You know, I, I think, you know, ultimately, I think it's a real possibility that Auntie Ronta retires after the season. He's definitely not going to be a hurricane for sure. Maybe, you know, if another team out there needs, you know, a solid, uh, as another goalie on their books and maybe uh but ultimately i just think it's getting to that time for him and i really hope you know that the hurricanes can you know uh end his career on a high i would love for that to happen but ultimately i just kind of want to think it happen but with all of these you know my predictions your predictions in season off season all those predictions we just got to wait for them to happen. You know, we still got it's January 2nd. We still got a full year to go to see how these go. Um, but make sure uh, you guys leave me your predictions down in the comments on YouTube, whether you agree, disagree, whether, you know, you have a different one that you want to talk about. Let me know. And again, in the comments on YouTube or on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 or at lo underscore hurricanes let me know your predictions for the hurricanes in 2024 i really want to know them and as always folks we will be talking about the game that's going on right now against the new york rangers we'll talk about that tomorrow and you know the good the bad you guys know the drill at this point so make sure again you're following along on social media subscribed on youtube now we'll talk to you guys in the next episode and let's go canes